1: Today we are going to talk about personal and professional habits that will make you a high performing marketer. So in this episode, Neil and I we're gonna share some of our personal habits, which kind of set our day and also like some things we do in our work day, you know, some habits we built over the years. So we are We're going to say like, this is not gospel by any means. Some things that Neil does, I might not agree with. Some things I do, he might not agree with, but we're just going to share what works for us because we've learned over the years that trying to force people to do things our way just doesn't work. Just, you know, be you, figure out what works for you, just experiment. And then hopefully some of these lessons will help. So Neil, you want to start?
0: Yeah. So the big thing that I've seen when it comes to high performance marketers is one thing that they always do is they're willing to read. If you're not continually reading, and I'm not talking about books, I'm talking about just online articles, case studies, seeing what competition is doing, seeing what's happening with market. And when I mean market, like things like the economy, these will all give you ideas on experiments that you can end up running. If you're not willing to experiment, you're not going to be a high performing marketer. Because You don't know all the answers. I don't know all the answers. Eric doesn't know all the answers. I don't care if someone's been doing marketing for 40 years. They don't know all the answers. The only way you can continue to get better and perform better is you gotta experiment. And I keep emphasizing this. I was talking to my head of Australia the other day. He's a guy named Dan, great guy. And I was telling him, you know, I I would first use a baseball analogy. I'm like, look, if you're batting, you know, 100%, there's something wrong. Then I quickly realized I don't think they play baseball in Australia, so I was just like, "Look, if you're you know playing football and you're yeah football or rugby, whatever you want to call it or soccer, I think we call it soccer here, but football there." I was like, "Every time you take a shot at the goal and you're making it, that means you're not taking enough kicks or shots, and people should be experimenting and taking risks. And if you don't, as a marketer, this is a big thing people have to get comfortable with because a lot of companies frown upon failure." And they should embrace it, especially if people are learning from their failures and it's causing them to improve overall.
1: Cool. So I'll build on that a little bit and then I'll switch over to personal and we can kind of just keep going. So... What Neil's saying too. So reading is one piece of it, right? Really, what you're trying to do is you're trying to get the right information, and you have to start to develop a, a good filter too. So reading is one piece of it. I, I'm finding that the habit, especially for people in tech, is they're reading more and more substacks. They're just subscribing to more and more substacks, and you know I, I'm subscribed to. I think I'm at this point I'm probably subscribed to like 15 substack newsletters. So. Uh, a couple of examples here. There's one substack I read called Bowtied Bull, and these guys are pretty good at not just talking about marketing, but they also talk about kind of just business in general. Talking to people too, right? So Neil and I we talk frequently, at, at least a couple of times a week. But I also talk to my other friends. Neil also talks to other friends. Today, actually, I have a call at like 4:30 p.m. over here, where you know we're talking to some mutual friends, right? Neil knows so many people, like Syed from WordPress, right? And we're just kind of sharing learnings we, have, we haven't caught up in a long time. And so these are people that I know, love, and and trust, right? And I'm introverted naturally. But my way of getting around that is I throw dinners too, right? So I'll, I'll find the right people and I'll throw dinners, I'll throw little masterminds. And that's not to say that you necessarily need a lot of money to do this stuff. You can just have everyone pay their own share or just host it at your house or whatever, or just go walk in a park or something. But the key thing is that you're connecting people that are around the same level. But ultimately, you're just trying to get the right information. And then you can kind of filter from there and figure out what works for you. Kind of like how you're listening to this podcast right now, you're getting information, you might not agree with everything, but even one piece might end up working for you.
0: Yeah. Another thing that I've seen high performance markers be is they're super organized. Like, what are you going to do each day? What are your goals? What are your objectives? What do you need to accomplish? If you can't just crank and get a lot of work done, you're not going to win. There's always a new younger person who's willing to crank and grind it out. In addition to that, High-performer marketers typically are not jack-of-all-trades. You don't need to be the best at everything. And when Eric and I got started in digital marketing, people were like, oh, do you know SEO? Do you need pay-per-click? Do you know social media? They used to even call it at one point, social media optimization. Do you know how to do that and get on dig? They also stuff, call so like it
1: SEO optimization. yeah, Search engine optimization, optimization. Anyway, keep going.
0: <laughs> and I remember people wanted you to know everything. But the reality is, is there's too many platforms, there's too many algorithms. It's really hard for you as an individual to be great at everything. Instead, what you need to be doing is not be great at everything. You just need to be good at one thing and do it exceptionally, exceptionally, exceptionally well. Because if you do something exceptionally well, there's a much better ROI for the organization. And then they can hire other people who are the best at let's say SEO or social media or email or whatever to fill in the gaps. And then the company typically will get much better results over time as well.
1: Final things I'll add from my side is there's another really good, um this guy, he, he's he's super young. He's got to be like 22 or 23 at this point. His name's Harry Dry. And he has a website called Marketing Examples. And it's just really good stuff, right? Swipe files too. So if you find an ad that catches your attention on Instagram or whatever, there's a little bookmark icon, just bookmark it. I bookmark a lot of stuff on Twitter. And he adds that catch my attention, right? You want to save a swipe file. So then you can go back and figure out what, because it caught your attention. What elements did you like from it? And how can you copy it over into your own marketing? To Neil's point, I, I I want to elaborate a little more on what we're saying here. So Neil and I were backgrounds were kind of known quote unquote for SEO, but like at this point it's changed quite a bit, right? I would just say there's this whole concept of a T-shaped marketer. And so what that means is you go deep in one area, whether it's paid media or CRO or email, whatever it is exactly. And then you at least get a cursory understanding of the other channels, not saying you should try to go deep in them, but you know enough to be dangerous, right? And so... Especially if you're working for like a startup, you're going to have to be not necessarily a jack of all trades, but you have to understand the pieces that you need, right? So when I was running marketing at a startup, I was hired in and I focused on SEO and we drove the the traffic from like 200K a month to like a million plus a month. For a period of time, I ran the paid media while we're hiring other people. And then I also was kind of coordinating stuff around email, right? But you have to know what to do. And that requires you to actually study and understand what's going on. But not saying you have to try to be good at everything because that's just impossible because these disciplines are just constantly evolving.
0: Another thing that you need is you need to be a good team player and a good networker. By being a good networker, you'll end up learning from other people and people can share their knowledge. By being a good team player and having great communication skills, again, you can learn from other people within your team or the company, and you can end up improving your campaigns. Great example from this is... We have a SEO team. We even have an earned media team. And in an earned media team, there's SEO content, social, etc. cetera. And I'm talking about organic social for earned media. Paid media, you know, you, you end up having like the paid social, et cetera. But with the earned media team, we'll have people who just specialize in organic social and be like, oh, wow, this copy has worked extremely well for us to convert more people from viewing our posts to clicking and then even converting into customers and the SEO team and content team will learn from it and then start adopting some of their campaigns. If the communication wasn't happening and people weren't learning from each other, what you'll have is some campaigns will be more efficient than others, which is natural, but the other campaigns won't improve because they're not taking from the learnings from the other departments.
1: Final thing I'll say from my side is I'll, I want to hop over to the personal side, which I actually forgot about earlier. So keep in mind, again, the disclaimer here is actually your mileage may vary, right? And the key thing is having some type of routine to set you for the day, right? And so for me, meditation works, like morning walks outside work, right? And so working out in the morning works, and then like having like a light breakfast, like that works, right? But that's just what works for me. For me, that's like a little boost to the day. And it goes a long way for me to have that boost, right? I think what I've tried in the past where, uh, and we, we know people that would just jump into work, like right when they wake up, and that works for them, right? But you have to figure out what works for you. So just because you're going on a learning and you see all these people talk about these things, test these things, and then over time, over the next year or two, you'll figure out what works for you, and then that becomes your cadence by default. I find that if I don't do these things in the morning, then like I just get hit off balance. Like if I don't wake up around the same time, I don't sleep around the same time. It just really screws me up, right? So you're gonna learn, especially if you're in your early twenties right now, or even if you're in your teens right now. Don't stress over trying to have a routine immediately, but just experiment. It might take you a couple of years to figure it out.
0: Yeah. So I think that's it for this episode. Just take some of those tactics, those habits that we talked about and implement them within your life, whether professional or business related, and you'll just do better.
1: Cool. All right, everyone, please go to marketingschool.io slash newsletter. So you'll get a weekly recap of the content that we're putting out. So that's the YouTube, this podcast, whatever. We just want to make sure that we were able to curate this for you. So marketingschool.io slash newsletter, and we will catch you tomorrow.